This is Wheels on Fire, an absolutely fabulous podcast. I'm Cooper, and I've seen every single episode of AdFab dozens of times. I'm Leo, and I was a massive fan of the early seasons, but I don't know the later ones quite so well. I'm Peter, and although I watched AdFab at the time, it's since revisiting it on Netflix that I've really appreciated the show's true genius. Week by week, we'll be watching every episode, having a bottle of champagne, and remembering exactly why there's such an enduring love for Adina, Patsy, and the gang. In this week's episode, Patsy actually goes into the office and ends up on TV to give Safi and Graham makeovers. Eddie's got a date with an old flame, and Patsy isn't impressed. This is episode five from season one, Magazine. Are we good? We Are we rolling? We are rolling. rolling. Hey boys, hey boys. Number five. Episode five is rolling. One, two, three, bye bye. Thanks for sticking with us, listeners. Yeah, thanks for the reviews. And we were just saying, yeah, this is the first one that we've done since since we've been out in the world. Since we put it out there. Some good, some nice feedback. Do you know what I've really liked? Is when people have messaged and said, since they listen to the podcast, they've gone back and watched it on yeah, Netflix I've and they're really into times. it. Like a yeah. few people have messaged and they're like, oh, I'm already on season three. Like I'm really into AbFab again, watching it now. Yeah, I think that's like, quite uh, nice. Slow down because then <laughs> just one episode every two weeks, please. Yeah. <laughs> Joking. And um, I think that it's quite interesting. Like people have been saying whether they watch the episode and then listen to the mm. pod or they listen and then watch the episode. And it seems like people like to watch the episode and then listen i think it's better yeah because i've had a, f- a couple of people saying oh i'm listening but i don't really know the show so i don't really know what you're talking about and yeah. i have to just tell them well watch it then. yeah because yeah it is very funny and i was thinking well i have been thinking since we started this because you know sort of one of the reasons why we wanted to do this is because you guys love this show and, love I've, it. Just, and I've just been like mm, yeah fine it's good but I think I'm properly, after watching this episode, I think I'm getting into the, the ab fab zone. Do you? Yeah, yes. where I'm I'm like, oh my God, this is actually really funny. That's all we ever wanted to come yeah. <laughs> convert you into us? it. <laughs> we, can, we can finish now. Okay, thanks everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this episode really, and I know you have said that one of your favorite episodes is France, but I think um, magazine that I just think this is funny. I just think I really love Patsy and just seeing a bit more of her. Yeah. This is like a Patsy episode, like, really. Yeah. yeah. This sort of this is a bit of the Abfab expanded universe. Yeah. To sort of get to see a bit more of the world. This is like so. Magazine is the second episode from the second VHS that came out when after the first season had rolled on BBC One back in 1992 and they brought the VHSs out, which I had them. So you had Fashion Fat in France, which was the first one. That was mm. the pink box. And then Isotank Magazine and Birthday, which was the green box. And they were my... <laughs> they were like my... So specific. My lesser... But that's how I remember it, right? Yeah. I remember visually the green writing on the box, the neon green. It was the lesser watched of the box boxes for me mm. of the VHSs. But I think you're right, Peter. Like watching them back now, that's even so though I've watched them so many times... I was obsessed with the France episode, Fat and Fashion. Like these three are kind of, I'm realizing how yeah. good they really, really were. Good. Like I've been belly, I've watched this one a couple of times in preparation and I've been like properly laughing out loud many times. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, cheers. Thanks a lot. And, it's, and there's some like pro- good, I mean, we'll get into it, but there's some really like nice moments as well, like along the way. And there's a lot nice of, because I was, I was preparing myself for some of the, you know, 2020 problematic jokes, like in the Morocco episode and stuff like that. But we get quite a few of them in this episode mm. magazine as well. So mm. I hope you're ready for some of those when we hit them. Yeah. Well, before we get into the episode proper, what have you been up to? Well, um, I had a birthday um, 
last week. Happy birthday. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you don't seem like really happy about it. Is it not, <laughs> is it not a birthday you I mean, want to I, celebrate? I feel like we're getting to that age where everyone is just yeah, like, oh, oh, another one? Yeah, yeah it was just like, oh. we didn't know what we were going to do. We couldn't get reservations because it, my birthday falls around Valentine's Day. Mm. So you can't get any reservations for anything. You can't go anywhere and your friends... You know, don't want to come out because they're all doing love things. Just I'm seeing Jean-Pierre for lunch. <laughs> so it's really difficult to get what, things together. Is that what you call it? No? You love wanna, things. Do you wanna, Collabs. Do you want to come upstairs and collab with me on some love things? <laughs> <laughs> We're collab for life. Do you want to have champagne now or later? Yeah. Um, I think we need it. It's quite early for champagne. I don't know if what we should it? reveal. Ten fifty-one a.m. People drink champagne in the morning. Remind me about Spears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is an abfab one. Yeah, we're yet to encounter that one in the episodes we've seen. Helen Lederer says it. Oh, does she? Yeah, she's fun. We see her in this episode. We see her a lot. Can I ask a question? What is that? Oh my god! It's a bit of pussy willow from from the no from the flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since we started, I've just been staring at it, going, "Yeah." Let me feel it. So nice. You can finger that. It's not doesn't make no noise. Just something to fidget. In case I do keep this in, Peter has pulled a piece of pussy willow. Oh, it's like a tongue twister. (laughs) Peter Peter pulled pulled a piece of pussy willow (laughs) from the extractor fan that is above us while we're recording. Staring at it the whole time. Oh, I don't even need to go anywhere because it's in. The fridge right next to me, so I don't even have to get up out of my chair. Um, we have Ooh. this is going to be our first rose champagne of the pod. This is a Tassinger rose. Do you like a rose champagne? Is it usually like your thing? Would you go for? I mean, you know me, champagne, champagne. <laughs> well, it wasn't because last week we oh, yeah, were all in, yeah, yeah, in agreement. Yeah. We were all in agreement that. Week. Um, that the M&S champagne last week wasn't the best. Hang on, no, I'll, I'll oh top yeah, you up so. some more. So, But it did get me quite yeah, drunk. Yeah, we got a bit silly. We yeah. got a bit scatty last week, didn't we? I mean, I guess the idea is, Pete, that like at the end of this season, if you do ever need to go and buy a bottle of champagne, you'll be like, oh, I know that that's, you know, that's a nice one. It that just means I'll so have nice. to go back and listen to every episode yeah. just to figure well, out. That's not no, because you can look at the oh, Instagram, Instagram feed. Yeah, yeah we are on Instagram. Odd. Please like, follow, subscribe. And you can follow along. If you're listening to any episodes, then... Around the time that the episode goes up, we'll have like a little series of stories yeah. to go along with the app, just about things that we've talked about, things that we've noticed. And you're quite fun. So, I, do you know what? I'm really impressed with the posts you two have been doing for oh, the pod. I think they're hilarious. Oh, thanks. thanks. We That's do kind. try. It's fun. It's fun to and do. And if you're interested in drinking along with us the champagne that we have in each episode, we do post it mm-hmm. so that you can see how many stars we gave it and what that particular type of champagne tastes like. But I've just poured out three glasses for us. So I'm going to raise a glass to you all to magazine. What do you think? Now, do you think if this was a blind taste test, would you be able to taste that it was rosé? No. I don't think I would. Mm, I like it. It's nice. I'm not complaining. It's not unpleasant, but I think it does. There's, it's not a strong flavour, I no. think is what you're saying. I think it's quite nice for, what, we 10.30 in the morning? Yeah. Mm. I don't want to go 10, 50, too hard with the hard stuff. All yeah. right. Right. Well, we've all got a glass of champagne. We are ready. Let's get into Let's this. Get Episode into five, magazine. magazine. The opening of this app, just, I get, I mean, I don't know how many times we can say it, but so Eddie, Eddie rocks in from her night out early in the morning. Oh, God. Oh, sweet. 
and she sets off the alarm because obviously she doesn't know how to use any, anything in her house. And who sprints down the stairs like she could not be like fully. It's the way she like, runs down the and stairs. She's, she's one fully dressed at seven in the morning, and two, she you know she's been standing at the top of those stairs like watching. If she had a phone, and if this it was is Safi, yeah, she, yeah, Safi, she yep. would have been scrolling through her phone just waiting for her mum to come in. And as soon as that door opens, she's like, yes, she just. Could, Sprints. If you watch this scene, it's the way <laughs> Safi looks like she's thrown herself down the she's stairs. So pleased that her mum is rocked in late. Zero, 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 enter. It's just, it's funny. And she's wearing, like, those are the mommest mom jeans oh. I've ever seen in my life. They don't fit. They're like a great big flump of jeans yeah. that she's got on. Yeah. And Eddie is full fashion victim at this point. Like, the the, the hot, like jigsaw jacket that we were loving in the last episode is gone <laughs> yeah she does she looked like really funky cool mummy yeah. that this is this like is some not. weird uh, she's I, been to a rave though by the looks of it ask her who with who with Jean-Pierre she's like half rave half hippie yeah mm. do you know what it might be because as we find out she's like dating someone do you think she's overthought her outfit you might have rung and let me know what you were doing I was too busy doing it darling so maybe like breaking the fourth wall and thinking about the wardrobe department on this episode it's like they said we want to get an outfit that looks like it's very Eddie's been to a rave right Mm. so something that looks like she's been out partying but (laughs) (laughs) that alarm's great let's um, (laughs) let's keep it 60s and keep it hippie and keep it Eddie so she looks like a 60s rave hippie yeah Yeah, that's that's true 60s rave hippie Samantha are you jealous no worry just a little note on what they're wearing in this scene in the hallway Saf's outfit as much as it is like you know really frumpy mum jeans if you look at the shirt the shirt's quite unusual actually look at how it buttons up it's got got this like it's sort of like a double breasted pullover panel with buttons on the side what do they call like epaulette things they're like epaulettes but they're halfway down the arm it's actually quite Quite, uh, it's quite a fashion shirt. If you have a look at it. Do you think it's something that Eddie brought home once and she was like, oh, this is a bit too frumpy for me. And Safi's been like, oh, or maybe this it's is like, frumpy enough for me. No, do you know what it is? I think it's like a top that actually is quite fashion. Eddie probably brought it home, but Saf puts it on and just turns it into yeah, frump. Yeah. <laughs> they say, yeah, there's a line later on where, yeah, Saf, Patsy says to her, how do you make clothes look like that? Yeah. Like, yeah so, so maybe it it's is. like a little illusion to that because this is quite a fashionable or like mm. an unusually designed shirt and Saf's got it on and is just making it look like full frump. Frumperama. Do you think this is funny? Funny what, darling? Funny ha-ha. This scene is full that idea of role reversal Saf is just like the parent the way she points at Eddie and she's like I'm going to have to go and ring the insurance company now mm. and then Eddie's just like well I can get a little back in insurance <laughs> I can't get a perforated eardrum back in insurance can I sweetie it's just like a stroppy teen I love <laughs> it yeah what what is it I'll go back to bed darling and then we see I just think this is so funny that Pat's is one staying at the house so you're a bit like what is she doing asleep there I thought we were going out she's in like her pink dressing gown but also like she's the party girl so why is she like asleep why is she not out with, oh, I guess because because Eddie's out on a date thanks to you I had to spend the whole evening alone in this house with Helena Bonham Carter here I mean it's quite but just the fact that she's in bed at all yeah but I mean it's 7.30 that would be the time you'd be in bed right yeah I guess maybe she stayed up late 7.30 you say that means nothing to no, me no, go back to bed down and as they move down into the kitchen I love that like Eddie's just on a high she's had a great night out and you can tell like she bounces around that hallway she bounces around the kitchen she's just feeling really good she's obviously had a successful date bloody great bloody fun alright 
You know, she's got a little something. Yeah, and something just, keeping her up yeah, till 7.30. Yeah. While Saf just stands there looking at her like a parent who's thinking, you yeah. are just a horrible child. Inside, she is delighted, though, because she's getting to... This is what she loves most, calling her mum out for being irresponsible. What are you smirking at? See, look, look at Saf's outfit when she stood in the kitchen. She's got this, what I've already said is this unusually designed shirt, which on the right person I think could look quite fashion, although the colours are a bit drab. Mm. She's got quite a cool belt on as well. I can't quite see what the brand of that belt is, but it's like, it's not just a basic ass belt. It looks like she's, Mm. the idea is that they've put Saf in these kind of clothes that are actually somewhat fashionable. I think think it'll be knockoffs from her mum. Like <laughs> yeah. stuff that she's just picked up from her mum's wardrobe, but it, it means nothing to her. She needed a belt, so she just picked up a help belt. Yeah. It just happens to have been something a bit funkier this yeah. time. When Pats comes down in her house coat, it does kind of make me think how no one ever really looks that good in a dressing gown. You always no. look like a bit of a schlump when you've got your dressing gown on, don't you? <laughs> Comfy. That's why I never wear one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know you like a dressing gown. Though. I do of an evening, yeah. yeah but then yeah. I, do, I do, sometimes I put my dressing gown on. So this is what I'll do. Like last night I had on my, um, what do you call it? A union suit, like a onesie button up all the way up, which is comfy, but also I feel quite sort of exposed. No, not, not exposed, <laughs> but I feel like when I put it on, I look quite sort of cute in front of you. I think, oh, you know, I'll look nice in front of Cooper mm-hmm. and my, my onesie. Oh, yeah. yeah, like a bit sexy, right? But then I'll put Ooh. my dressing gown on top and I think, I'm really like ruining the look. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. He's probably not going to look at me with eyes of desire when I've got my <laughs> my Champneys dressing gown that my mum got me for Christmas over the top. You said you were singing for lunch. Yep, I thought we were having lunch. So here we can see a little bit of jealousy from Patsy, which is, you mm. know, the first time we've maybe seen her quite so jealous of Eddie because obviously everything... A little, little chink in her armour. A little chink in her armour because... Well, Patsy was always the one with the boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is right. And Eddie has gone out... Didn't let didn't let um, Patsy know. She's gone out, had fun, not told anyone. She's just too busy doing it. Patsy's gel. Can't I come? You don't like Saint Pierre. She um, is a bit gel. Jealous. You had those friends. That, I had those friends. Well, one in particular at uni who would be like the total slag, and then and I was like perpetually single. And then anytime I got a sniff of a man, they were like, I just don't want you to make a horrible mistake again. Oh, what? Oh, you're not going to spend time and just make yeah. you feel bad for not hanging out with them. It's like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. But yeah. Just try and like cock block you or something. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I was the perpetual slag um, <gasps> oh, in my one. school years. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to be, but never really happened. We have this conversation how like, yeah. it seems like everyone else has got these stories of like these situations they got into when they were a teen or when they were at uni, mm. these like highly charged sexual situations. I've never had any of them. I just had these lame fantasies of it happening, but it never happened. Not even at uni. At, Not yeah. really, no. I've seen brushed off the cobwebs, there's no stopping me. I think that there definitely is, you know, if you have to make an alignment between each of us, Cooper is the Eddie. I always thought I was the like, cool Patsy character, but I'm really You're not, am I? Really I'm the Saf. And you, I don't know if all I'm... Long with a tube stuck up <gasps> Leon! <laughs> always being the one with the boys. That's you, Pete, isn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah, coming into it a bit later in life as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I'll take it. I thought sniffing chemicals is what she did best. So poor Patsy... Safi's ranting at her because she's had to have her flat fumigated. She's not living at breathing fumes all day, can she? Just a little point. Has um, Eddie cracked up in a beer? Yes. Is that What is it she's is drinking? It? What is the... I, she's, or is it some like, sort of like health... Yeah, I, I can't tell what it is. Let me play it. Because she's not really it. the type to open a Let's beer. See. And it's before the days of like coffees in a can. I feel like you could see it there just before she was put on the pin in her mind. It's like sap. 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 Who knows? Sapporo. 
Sapporo. Is that what it is? Hold on. I oh, look, there it is. is. I think maybe. It's a posh lager, isn't it, obviously? Is that what it is? Yeah. So, Jean-Pierre. Then we get on to this reference to who Eddie has been out with all night, the Jean-Pierre character, who obviously is an old flame because Safi must know who he is because Safi says, oh, how long is he in town or how long is he Patsy over or something well. like that. Patsy knows him as well. So Eddie's obviously hooking up with this guy again. And it's an interesting reference to Eddie obviously being a bit sexually active because she says she's been out with Jean-Pierre and she was safe. She says to Saf that she used... Whole packet. A whole packet. Mm-hmm. Very careful, darling, yes. Whole packet. Mum. But also a reference to her being quite non-sexual because she says, after I dusted off the cobwebs... That's a bit like riding a bicycle, really. Just something you never forget. Few and far between her yeah. dalliances. Yeah. But Saf doesn't seem to be a fan. The way she asks... Is he over long? It suggests that she can't wait for him to be gone again, however long that's mm-hmm. going to be. Mm-hmm. But there, but I, but I mean, she does get patsy yeah, with it later. She on. does. She she wants her mum to have a boyfriend. Yeah. So, and you allow mum to have a boyfriend. She just likes to be she, as long as she's annoyed at her mum to her face. It's like she does it to her face, but then really she cares about her. But she just can't help herself. She I don't was, think either of them can. She likes to be a downer on her mum all the time, just yeah. to kind of twist the knife. But. She does, she does want, want to be happy. her mum to be happy, yeah. She yeah. wants her mum to get away from Patsy and she thinks she'll be a better person. That's what she wants. Yeah, it's maybe. It's never going to happen. No. You know, sweetie, I've had to save you from two disastrous marriages and some ghastly, pathetic affairs you might nearly have had. No. Patsy's never going to let it happen. <laughs> No, it's a sensitive issue with someone your age, darling. Eddie's trying to be like, in this moment, she's trying to be a good parent. Like, she's like, you know, if you, it's something that she's talking to Safi about not having boyfriends and maybe not being sexually active. And she is trying to say, you know, you know, it's hard to talk about if you ever want to talk about it. My analyst says I should sort of let you sort it out in your own time and everything. She does say that she spoke to her analyst. Her analyst, yeah. It's like she flubbed her line and they just kept it in. What, like it was meant to be therapist? Yeah, yeah. she said yeah. analyst. Analyst, yeah, keep it, keep it, it's good. Did people call a therapist an analyst back in the 90s? I don't think so. My analyst. <laughs> at the office, she's got bubble and then she's got her analyst. She's got the calculator. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, Safi finds it hard to talk about sex. the <laughs> calculator. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she's but she's trying to like she's trying to connect. But as it goes on, and as she keeps talking, she just can't help herself, and then she blows her top again. But Jesus Christ, darling! Night after night, dry bloody sheets. Eddie is trying to build a bridge with Safi, and Safi is having none of it because mm-hmm. she's just a difficult little bitch. Because she's shut off. Mum, don't. Well, darling. Mum, please. Unless, of course. And as yeah. much as Safi likes to make out that she's the adult in the, the dynamic mm. of these two, and she's the parent, she's quite a she's, petulant... She's still a teenager. Teenager. You know, she's, she's angsty. Are you darling? You can tell me, sweetie. Are you darling? And she's yeah. going through all that, you know, her <clears throat> difficult teens. And Eddie's like, try and, you know, just come on, let's yeah, vibe mom, here for a second. I'm your mum, I'm I cool. think her, Yeah, Eddie probably is right that she does have a lot of hormones going on because she is just a teenager. Yeah. I am not hung up. So as much as she wants to be the responsible one, she's still feeling a lot of feelings that yeah. she doesn't know what to do with. <laughs> Teen angst. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That Dutch cap has only ever seen the light of day. I have a question. Yeah. I mean, I think I know the answer, but what's a Dutch cap? Oh, Cooper, this one's over to you, babe. Do you know what? I think it's like a female condom, this isn't is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. I always yeah, use that's... I use Dutch cap instead of condom. You mm-hmm. always say, I always like, say, yeah, get a Dutch cap or something. Uh, yeah. Not always, because, you know, we're always just throwing condoms around. So when you're doing the dishes, get yeah. a Dutch cap. There's a line later on as well, where she's, there's a, um, on another episode where she says she checks the cap for rubber rot as well. 
<laughs> later on because she checks the seal on that cat box she goes because she's, she's obviously yeah, like been checking it so she's, she's just over Safi's shoulder here like after she's blown her top and saying that you know you're not that ugly and yeah. have you read the conversation and Safi just looks so uncomfortable she's like, so can you imagine if your mum did that when you were whatever 16, 18 have you read that karma sutra I gave you no trying to talk to you about the sex that you've had I would I think I would be Safi right here yeah. I'd be like oh, More, oh God, absolutely mortified 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 yeah. Safi is fully like having a panic attack Safi's doing a combination <laughs> of like <laughs> intense eye rolling and just trying to breathe just, yeah. through the embarrassment dying inside I was embarrassed to talk about it aren't you sweetie hmm? Hmm? trying to con she's never scrubbed those dishes harder because <laughs> Eddie's like on a roll because she's had a bit of sex she thinks she's like oh, she's top of the world top of the world now so everyone Eddie. should be having sex yeah. endorphins are kicking yeah, yeah, yeah. Her body. She's still buzzing. I don't want a little moustached virgin for a daughter. A little moustached virgin. Yeah. It's so she out, calls of order. Safi is out of order. She's just gone fully, and then Safi obviously gets her back up. But yeah, she's so mean to her and yeah. dry, bloody sheets. Like she's expecting like Safi to be wet, dreaming over her. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that, oh, it's so gross. Yeah. Saf's, Saf's not the type of girl who enjoys lying in a warm puddle. I mean, no, no she definitely... Yeah. There's a bit that's going to come up that I'll see if you guys noticed it in the same way that I did. Um, it's coming up in just a sec. Yes, of course. Mommy, don't. Well, darling. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. You're gay, darling. Mom. Well, darling. When Eddie suggests that Saf might be gay, Saf's reaction to it is kind of... It's kind of quite interesting and it mm. makes you think about the climate of things in 1992 because yeah. Eddie is meant to be this outre character, right? Oh, yeah. And we know from the way the season plays out, Eddie would love it if a daughter or a son were gay okay. because to her that would be cool and different yeah. and unusual. Yes, I'm gay. Oh, hurrah! But Eddie is not the social barometer of normal people in 1992, no. right? If anything, Saf is more like the social barometer mm. and Saf is really affronted by it being suggested that she might be gay yeah. and it's like the tone is you know really to to suggest to someone that they might be gay like wow what an affront to them mm. what how rude or it, could, I, it also could just be like mum i'm so fed up yeah. with you trying to make me gay yeah. as well but i think it I doesn't it doesn't seem it. like it's fed up it seems a bit more oh like, i guess what? her dad's gay so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and she's and she's fine with oliver yeah as we'll see next time Safi's just cringing because her mum's being it's weird about yeah, sexuality. It could be that it's seven thirty in the. I don't need you to ask me if I'm a lesbian again at seven thirty in the morning with <laughs> she, a beer in your hand. She does I mean, say to her mum that she is, and her mum's like yeah. fucking loves it, and then she's actually I'm not. Oh, yeah. bitch. What a bitch! Because <laughs> Eddie loved it, and Eddie's like <laughs> properly taken aback. She's like, oh, I can't believe you just broke the news to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I'm glad it makes you so happy, mm. but actually, I'm not gay. Oh, break it to me like that, why don't you? <laughs> oh my god, Eddie's got the same toaster as us. Oh, yeah. What, next to a bottle of gin? That's how you always have your toaster. <laughs> yeah. Get a haircut and a boiler suit so I don't keep having to explain it to my friends, will you, darling? What does it mean exactly, though? She says, get what? a boiler suit and a haircut. Well, it's a lesbian look, yeah, isn't it? Then you'd be a lesbian and all yeah, short haircut, cut all of your hair off, I'm and guessing. A, and a boyfriend. And a boiler suit. Yeah, a boy, so boiler suit so we don't have to explain that you don't have a boyfriend. Right. Because everyone's like, why does she not have a boyfriend? She's, right. Because then everyone would be like, oh, she's a lesbian. Okay, that's... It. And it's like when I came out to my sister and she was like oh thank god you're normal because I was a bit worried that you didn't have a like a girlfriend but now I know what it is it's fine so if they know she's a lesbian <laughs> was she joking? no she thought you were maybe a bit of a weirdo because you didn't have a girlfriend yeah totally <laughs> what age were you when you came out to your sister? I was at uni 
Okay. So, yeah, she was just like, oh, thank God. Because like, we were always just a bit like... Not one bloody boyfriend in the whole time that I've known you! You're not that bloody ugly! What's the matter with you? He's not that bloody ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some pictures of me as a teenager. I think it's clear why I didn't have a girlfriend. What age did you have, like, hair hair until? Um, I think I shaved it off around the time I started at uni. Okay. It maybe came and went a couple of times because I remember I dyed it a couple of different colours at did some you? point at uni. What, like crazy colours? No, like bleach blonde once and then dark brown once. But it was definitely shaved off a couple of times and then after like the first two years of uni, then it was just shaved off. I'm guessing it's around 9.30 and mm -hmm. we've gotten up and we're down into the kitchen. Breakfast is all out, coffee's out, the croissant's out and Patsy, Eddie and Safi are at the table. Patsy's got her bottle of Harrods. Yeah, like, Harrods. Is that Scott? It's Harrods brandy that she took up to bed yeah, with her at 7 o'clock, 7.30. And she said, I'll just take this. And you can see she's, she's drunk she's half got the bottle. Yeah. She's gotten through it. So she must Patsy's, be hammered. That's her breakfast. I would say Patsy's constantly in a state of some sort of drunkenness. Yeah. She's her hair is wicked. It's up. It looks mm -hmm. slick. Um, her outfit, I love it. love the polka dot black and white. Mm -hmm. um, and... And Eddie as well. She's dressed power today. It's a little bit um, like... Yeah, but don't get too used to yeah. that outfit. Patsy reads her for it because it's obviously dressing for Jean-Pierre. Jean mm -hmm. What are you wearing? Oh, is it awful, darling? It's just I'm seeing Jean-Pierre for lunch. I thought it was sort of him. Oh, it is him, darling, but it's not you. Oh. Which is a diss again, obviously, poor Eddie. But it's... that still wasn't going to make her change it. The thing no. that made her change it was that Sassy said, <laughs> said, she liked said it. it was nice. <laughs> Well, I like it. I'll change. Patsy comes with the put-downs to Eddie here of what she looks like just to maintain that control, that power yeah, mm -hmm. over Eddie. She probably has to step it up a little bit because she can see Eddie coming out of her lane a little bit, trying to do her own thing. Yeah. She's like, I need to put her down a little bit. Patsy is, she's got one eye on Eddie, possibly even going on this, these dates with Jean-Pierre. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't want my friend being taken away with some bloke. Mm -hmm. So I've got a reminder, you know. But Eddie, like Patsy says the line in, your taste in men is famously bad. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. She's not lying. I mean, two failed marriages she saved her from. Or did Patsy ruin them? Oh, what a great friend you are, Patsy. Is she that friend That's that true. ruined, you know? Oh, I is think she the bad friend? She's no, the Safi knows. I think Eddie's got really, really jank taste in men. I was, yeah. I think it'll definitely be a combination. Yeah. Yeah, because Marshall isn't hot. Well, oh I mean, he's yeah, he's a little bit loony bin, but I think that's Don't what worry. LA does to him. But even when we see some of the guys that Eddie will have hookups with later on in the series... Oh, the gardener was nice. Do you remember the one on Fish Farm? Yeah, but what about Patina's husband? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was just a fuck. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Explicit language. Yeah. That was just a bonker. <laughs> That was just an encounter. No, we can swear. Yeah. Please don't swear. It's got explicit language yeah, no, on I'm our joking, podcast. I'm joking. We can yeah, swear. of course we can. But Saf calls it out. Saf's saying to Patsy, oh, what a great friend you are. Yeah. Because she's looking at her like, you're just a no mm -hmm. you're not a good friend to my mum. You're mm -hmm. just trying to hold her back. Yep. Yeah. Don't make me have lunch on my own. Oh, so you can get someone to have lunch with. Go on. They both like to crawl at each other, don't they? And everyone, Eddie and Patsy, they go into that baby voice of, oh, go on, let me do that. And then they're like, remember when Patsy did it to Justin? And she was like, because she wanted that, yeah. that gift. Or oh, you yeah, oh, Justin. Yeah. And then she does it to Eddie now. And she's like, oh, don't let me go for lunch on my own. And it then worked. Eddie does it to Saf. And she's like, make mama a cup of coffee. It's like their fallback thing to act like a kid and be really cruelly yeah. to get what they want. True. It's just the smirk Patsy gives when she gets her own way to Safi. It's like yeah. the <laughs> smirk. Got it's it. like, fuck you. Yeah, Got good. It. Yeah, good. 
All right, you can come. Thanks, Eddie. Mm. The countries Eddie reels off now when she talks about the places they've sourced stuff for the shop. Mm -hmm. We've got gorgeous things coming in from Kashmir, Afghanistan, Albania, Ethiopia. Problematic. Because they make nice things. No, it's anywhere where there's some troubles happening. Third world yeah, countries. Has there been a civil advantage. war? Yeah, that's what Safi says. It's just like. Has there been a genocide? Mm -hmm. Famine. When she says Kurdish something, this would have been not long mm -hmm. after, like the massacre. Of the and they've Kurdish. all they, and they've all like been expelled from where they live. And she said, and they she went and brought up the whole town. Oh. Trucks are moving in. And they're happy camping. Yeah, happy camping. camping. Refugees. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it definitely couldn't get Probably away with that this day. I also just on that because I, I think the first time I watched it, I I didn't. I thought that happy camping just meant oh, you know, they're happy campers yeah. like the same, but. Yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely a problem. No, they're in they're in I, disaster tents. I wouldn't, have read, mm -hmm. I wouldn't yeah. have read any of that back in the day. No, we no wouldn't. Oh no, I do. Like, oh, okay. Another thing to know, as they're reeling off all this, and she's saying about all the things she's buying, she's squeezing her orange in her fancy War of the Worlds <laughs> oh, yeah. orange juicer. Yeah. Look how much orange juice she gets out. It's not even worth that. And she <laughs> look how much the glass gets filled up, and she takes back to the table. It's like it wouldn't even wet your lips. <laughs> Especially not her lips. The last <laughs> with Jean Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> I barely need moistening at this point. <laughs> and some of those lip plates from dead Amazonian Indians, so that we could sell them as ashtrays. And she she says one of the artifacts they've got are the lip what is it lip plates? Lip, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> those things yeah. from the dead Amazonian Indians. And she mm. says they're going to use lip them plates. as ashtrays. Yeah. And Sa <laughs> Safi's like horrified. She's like, what are you what are you looking at? We removed the lips. It's so, so bad, so wrong. Like yeah. when people would have. Tortoise shells as ashtrays. Mm. Oh, gorilla hands oh, as ashtrays. Oh, it's this this line when she says she's got the cooking pots from Somalia, <gasps> and then yes. she goes. I mean, they don't need them. Got no food to put in them after all. There's just no way. It's quite brutal. It is. It's but really brutal. It's but, but what it is is it's making the point of just how unethical. Eddie is and that world that she the lives PR in the PR fashion the PR yeah, fashion the look it's whatever's in yeah it's whatever's in you get it. rape the world take Heartless. what you need Somalians haven't got anything to cook they're in famine let's take their pots and just sell them in our shop for probably 300 times the price yeah oh they'll have paid pittance for them if anything yeah different times yeah it's like the hypocrisy of the western world yeah yeah <laughs> It's like the hypocrisy of if you look back at the fashion episode when Eddie was doing her fashion show and she said, I want, you know, to put up pictures of fashion cares. Fashion cares. cares yeah. And, you know, in the future episode with Pop, pop Specs, kind to trees and yeah. all this. Yeah. And I saw something the other day to do with it was some fashion brand and they were, oh, that was it. I think it was Vogue posted a video of Vig. the dolphins. <laughs> Vogue posted on their social media a picture of the dolphins in the canals in Venice now that everyone's, you know, fled the city because of corona, everyone's on lockdown, so all nature's coming back or whatever. And people are like, this is just such hypocrisy because fashion is like the second most polluting yeah. thing. So it's kind of like that, like Eddie's in this world and, you know, they like to post these messages to say how green they are but it's all the look yeah of course you know those villages that were deserted by the Kurds yeah the villages that were deserted by the Kurds the people were massacred yeah oh it's God. like so fashion doesn't care fashion no. kills will you shut up Eddie's had enough when oh she's my God. and that it's harsh it's quite a harsh one and you can see that Safi's like, oh shit, I've stepped, I've moaned one too many times. Yeah. But she's also calling her out on what 
Eddie does. It's her job. It's her life. It's her passion. Yeah, that's true. She's reading like you know everything you do is bad. Your job is bad. Coups, revolutions, disasters—they're all bargain basements to you. You can imagine enough. though, if you had Safi around just moaning in your ear all the time, you would snap every now and again. God, it's like living with a chronically depressed budgerigar living with you. So after that, after Eddie's had her little like moment with Saf, we sort of get this, the proper the setup proper for the episode that. Pats is going into her office. And, and we find see. out what Patsy does. Yeah. yeah. Patsy's one of the top fashion editors on a top magazine. And you can see the shock. She, oh, well, she obviously doesn't do very much because Safi is caught midst the lens clean of her glasses. And even Eddie's a bit shocked. And she's like, oh, is the magazine still there? Is this the like, first reference we've had to what Patsy's job actually is? Executive fashion director. I mean, yeah, we definitely haven't had any detail about it. So we find out that she's a fashion director, right? Yeah, not an editor, yeah. a director. Director. Yeah. It makes it sound as though she is the director yeah. of fashion. I I direct fashion, yeah. Like, because there's the fashion people in the meeting that we see later. But there's the people who actually do the work and she just, like... She directs it. She did. Well, she doesn't. Do she dictates. Much, One snap of my fingers, and I can raise hemline so high that the world is your gynecologist. Exactly. <laughs> We've moved on now in the car to Patsy's work, and which Patsy, she barely recognises. Yeah, which she is like. Are you sure this is the one, Pats? Don't question me, Eddie. She's like, I would say 75% sure that they're at the right building. <laughs> She's not really sure. But we get as they get out of the car, we get that don't question me again, which yeah. I, I mean, I've never ever, until we started doing this podcast, picked up that that was a thing. It's such a mainstay of how Patsy talks. She'll make these declarations and Eddie will be like, is that right? Or And don't it's very, you know, me. don't question me, just accept what I say. Yeah, yeah. I've said it. Cooper's raising his eyebrows at me because I feel I like, like we do this to each other. Like, I'll say something, I'll be like, just go with it, don't question me. But you also say it. But I feel like when I say it, I would only ever say don't question me when I know 100% I'm right and I can't be bothered to explain something. Whereas you, <laughs> you say don't question me and I'm thinking, but I know he's wrong. <laughs> See, but he knows I'm wrong. But why not just go with it? We're going in like, yeah, driving wrong, in the wrong direction. I'm like, but I know we're driving. Or it'll be like, Cooper, did you pack the... He's like, I oh, know I packed it. Don't question me. And I think, but I know it's still on the side and door. So, so, when so why not just say, I just seen... We can't keep this in, but I'm going to have to go you. If I've left the passport on the side of the chair, did you pack the passport? Yeah. You shouldn't even go there. You go, David, i just seen the passport on the sofa outside. Let me run in and get it. Well, it's not usually because I know. It's just that I've got a very, very strong suspicion. Fifth floor. Editor, deputy editor, beauty editor, chief sub-editor, food editor, food and drink editor, managing editor, friend of editor, company deputy chief, sub-editor, senior sub-editor, sub-editor, social editor, special projects editor. I'm not an editor. I'm a director. I'm the fashion director. It really makes me laugh when they're looking for the place they've got to go for the meeting and Eddie's reeling off the list of all the editors and she's like, this editor, that editor the other editor friend of editor and like obviously this was 1992 so it's like a piss take at this particular industry saying like oh the magazine everyone's an editor everyone's a director all these different things but like now this is quite often how a company is now because i know like in some of the companies i've worked at well no everyone's called everyone's called a director director doesn't mean the one person sat at the top you've got you know several managing directors and then everyone's called a business director or Mm. uh, operations director account manager Patsy Stone hi Mags you know Eddie yeah we now get to meet the fabulous wonderful Kathy Burke Burke. and she is obviously maybe she's like the I think she's the editor yeah but she's not the the owner chief editor I think she is chief editor but she's not like the publisher no the publisher is we find out later on that guy in New York with the mask on his face oh yeah 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 yeah. we're yet to come to that yeah yeah Magda is such a wicked character she's Mm. Magda is like who 
Patsy would want to be. She's fabulous and she puts you in perspective, darling. Magda's fully in charge. She doesn't give a shit. She knows what she's doing. She's getting shit done. She's very funny. And she has that so funny, the, the line are. We need to drum up some more advertising revenue. We've lost Swiss watches, Lance and Nivea, and all my tampons have dropped out. Oh and um, we get to meet the fabulous, who we love, Helen Lederer. Um, as Katrina. As Katrina. Maybe we could do some lovely photos. And Harriet Thorpe, who is Fleur, Fleur and, and Katrina. Katrina. Moist is my word du jour. Who are a staple for right up to the movie. I mean, I knew Absolutely Fabulous less well, but do you know what I know? What was it? Harriet Thorpe from Moore, the oh. British Empire? Yes. Yes, she was yes, a receptionist. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she, kept her, she kept her baby, baby in, in the, the drawer. drawer. Yeah, oh my God. Yes, Mr. British. Good. And um, Helen Leder is wearing, wearing a very Beetle juice inspired jacket. Beetle just jacket. Yeah. And the Beatles hairdo. Mm. Yeah. Exactly right. Very black and white. Um, Hair's very Betty Boo. Magda says she wants a new car, so she's telling <laughs> Katrina <laughs> to do a feature in the magazine this month on a new on car, so that she can get one. Do something about a car. I need a new car, a nice one, no rubbish. And I reckon this is probably what goes on in oh, a lot yeah. of these things. Hundred percent. Yeah. The people who are in charge are like, I want one of those products, so I'll do a feature. Yeah. It's like it's like Instagram. It's like influencers doing features for just products that they want. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I need some um, champagne, so. I'll do a feature for champagne. And I hasten to add, none of the brands that we have used in the pod so far have (laughs) said, where are our free crates? Where's that? We're sat here drinking Tattinger Rosé, saying how nice it is. Where's our free crate of champagne Tattinger, eh? I mean, this hasn't gone over 100 It'll happen. (laughs) Bound to happen. They're sitting around this table in the meeting. They've got like six bottles of yellow label verb on the table, which they obviously haven't paid for. Magda's like, do another feature on champagne and get us. I want some champagne this month. And this is a line as well. She says, who's clever, who's not clever? Even back in the 90s, they were celebrating people who were not clever. Mm. Yeah. I'll cross her off. She screwed me. I will put him in. He screwed me. Um, Don't include her. She screwed me. Do include him because he screwed me. That's a good line. Just because some old granddad invented penis envy doesn't mean they have to lick their boots. Kathy Burke, I wonder if she wrote her own lines because she's a fabulous writer as well. Right, beauty, make it quick. Um, Douching with mint is a thought. Douching with mint? I didn't even realise that. I've never never seen that. That is the first time I've seen that line. Douching with mint is a thought. And it so does. this is one of the comments about beauty and what people should be doing with beauty. It doesn't even get a laugh. No, douching <laughs> with mint. Is it not? Holy shit. And then she follows it up with t- ten, 10 tips, tips on, on tropical, tropical toenails. <laughs> it's just so missed and no one laughed. Can you imagine what that would feel like, douching with mint? It would feel fresh. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fresh. How's the douche? Fresh. fresh. <laughs> oh, she's minty fresh. <laughs> that I is, knew, that knew, is, I've never seen that line. That's brilliant. Douching, Douching with mint. Should we try it and let people know how it is? Do an Instagram live. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Fleur is reeling off everything they're going to include in the beauty segments of the magazine this month. And it's just like... Lovely, wet, moist, dropless, lusciousness. Vapid, vapid, It's just pointless. nothing after nothing after yeah. nothing. She says, like, nails, nostrils, lips. Are in. Yeah. And she's going to just weave gold out of a load of nothing. Again, just highlighting how bullshit all of this fashion stuff in the magazine is. Very good. Moist is her word du jour, which, is, which I think a lot of people hate that word. Not Sherilyn Barnes. Moist. 
Moist, 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 moist. He loves that she word. She loves it. Do you have any words that you hate? My friend Penelope hates the word panties. <laughs> I, think I, think, I, think I like that word. I think because she, I think it's... It's so close it, to panties. But, panties. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's because it's really quite a patriarchal word. Like, really? Like a woman would never just wears a pair of panties. It's always like, oh, yeah. Where are my panties? Oh my god, where are my panties? And he gonna think I'm a hoe. Moist oh, I like it. I like moist. it. Moist so that moist. makes me moist. Even words that sound horrible like clunge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny word. Clunge. I still like them. I like yeah. that word. And I like, I mean, can we say cunt? I like cunt. Yeah, I, like yeah, I, know, I, like people, I know people don't nice, like cunt. Nice, strong, powerful word. Yeah, it's yeah. a power. Makes yeah. its point. When my nan was alive, she called that woman three doors down a cunt. <gasps> she is one, yeah. Oh, yeah, she is one, though. Yeah. 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 I don't think they're a friend to the fault. Yeah, so we're, so we're just positive people. We just have words that we like rather than words that we don't like. That's what it is. And moist, so moist is her word, does your cunt is ours. Yeah. yeah. A moist cunt. Moist cunt. <laughs> Too far. So Magda calls in Hamish to get the restaurant recommendation, the details on the restaurant, and that's played by Aid Edmondson. Who is? It's Jennifer Saunders' real-life husband, and been, They were Edmondson. married in the 80s, so they were well married at this point. And he, yeah, I mean, he <clears throat> is, again, a wanky food critic. Like, all the stuff he says about this restaurant is complete bullshit. You just want to know whether they do, like, what what food they have on the menu. Yeah. You don't need any of this shit. The mouge goel and gastro credibility. Magda sums it up beautifully when she says, it's a load of bollocks, but it uses up paper, and that's what the magazine's all about, mm-hmm. which is ultimately what those magazines, they're just trash. I remember I used to, every single month, Jesus, I had a pile of them. Men's health. Mm. Like, those magazines, they're just full of the same crap month after month after month. The meeting's coming to a close, and Patsy has been given her assignment that she has to go on TV. Television. I go on television. Yeah. Television. To, to do, yeah, sorry, television to do the makeover because there's some miseries and shell sits downstairs waiting to, be, <laughs> waiting to have a miracle done on them. Eddie's leaving. I didn't notice this on, on the first watch because I was paying too much attention to what they were saying about how they're going to meet up later and whether... You know, whether they'd be in in the evening or whatever. But Eddie is filling up her bag with every sample she can get her hands on. Every freebie. Including one shoe. (laughs) It's a nice boot, though. That little red boot. I'm not sure what she's going to do with it, but she's taking it. And Patsy's so stoked at the idea that she's going to get to appear on television. She's like, oh, yeah, I always saw myself on television. I was made for this. She's got some ideas about how cool, like, how she's going to, like, break the... I was going to say break the internet, but that's not going to happen. (laughs) She's going to be like a moment. She's going to break the network. She's ready. Yeah, she's going to take TV AM by storm. Oh, I said I'd be rather good at that. When Patsy's practising her, like, she's preparing her look she's going to give, and it's very, like, horsey, <laughs> very teethy. I'm Patsy Stone. I'm Patsy, Patsy Stone. Stone. <laughs> All the teeth come out. Hello, I'm Patsy Stone. Back to the kitchen, and what is Safi's anorak? It's, the, it's like... Me. It's not the right word, but you know, like a, like a flasher's anorak. <laughs> like we've run out of, like, frumpy adjectives to call her, because... I swear it's like to God, off of freaking EastEnders or Emmerdale it's or something exhausting. like that. Yeah. Both my granddad and my nan had that anorak. Several the, of them. The, the, 
In various tones of beige and grey. We've paused that as she's like, you can't even see her with the background. No. Oh, it could be anyone. the wall. It's so bad. And we have had some suggestions from episode one when we were talking about what that middle drawer is Mm. in the fridge. Mm. So we put it on the stories and some people came back and said, I think a general consensus seemed to be that it was the the champagne cooler. But Ah. it's not because, and I've noticed it a couple of times, every time they go for the fridge for a bottle of champagne, it's always in the top one. So we're still at a loss at what this middle shelf is. Mm. My one is still on quick freeze. In this scene where we're back in the kitchen and Patsy's having the interaction with Safi where they're talking about how the TV makeover has not really worked out right and the people who Patsy was meant to be making over have just sodded off because they didn't like Patsy's ideas. Selfish peasant. Oh, I'm weeping. On that swig of champagne that Patsy takes from her lips. (laughs) (laughs) Funny way to put it. Is it not right? No, it's just funny. Oh, is it? Carry on. Just the word lips. As she takes it from her lips. Um, Bit of a light bulb moment. Yeah, she has a light bulb moment. I love it. Because Safi's gone up the stairs. She's got these two fabulous outfits, which no one's going to wear. She's got to go onto onto television tomorrow. She needs a couple of miseries. She needs some miseries to go onto (laughs) TV. Who is more miserable? Or poorly dressed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The light bulb's there. The idea's there. She's it's like, time to execute going, this. I like, and I like that she she knows that she's going to have to sweet talk her and try and win around. So she grabs the like the daisies from the, the vase, <laughs> and before she's like turned around and left the scene, she's already put that fake smile on. And yeah. She's like, okay, I need to switch it on. Safi, <laughs> she's ready. Safi's room. Oh, Safi's jackups. Me. She's sitting there with like the tape recorder in her knee, oh, listening to classical she's music. Such a dick. Oh, she's so Safi's annoying. Bedroom. I mean, so where are we? Just like we're, we've moved, we've moved into Safi's bedroom. We know that Ed, Patsy's come. Why do I always get the names mixed up? I know because we're drunk. It's because we're drunk. Yeah. Anytime we get a sniff of some champagne, so where are So where are we? We are in Safi's room, which does look like a padded cell. It's really dark in there. She's got the curtains drawn. She's got. Oppressive wallpaper. Yeah, oppressive wallpaper. She's got a tape recorder on her bloody knee. Listening to classical music. It's like they've sat in a meeting and went, how can we make Safi be the most miserable, boring person in existence? And let's just put it all there. She's in her single bed. She's 18. (laughs) She's got it in her knee. She probably just likes the heat from the batteries on her groin. Don't bother. In the bedroom, we have the first kind of quite prolonged interaction between Safi and Patsy on their own without anyone to intervene. I know I pretend to hate you and you pretend to hate me. I do hate you. Love it. It's really good. Yeah. The lights are low. It's quite intense. It's quite enclosed. I feel like even, yeah, even though there are some funny lines, I feel like it is quite dramatic. I mean, it's just like well acted. There is tension. I nursed her through her last years. Because they're both arguing at each other, saying, arguing over what each of their respective relationships What's with best Eddie for their is. Mom. Yeah. What kind of friend are you? What kind of daughter are you? Safi cares about her. Yeah, so they're, they're fighting over who has her the Eddie's best interests. And Patsy's still trying to get Saf on board with doing what she wants with this makeover. So she's like, I know, you know, we pretend mm. to hate each other. Saf's like, I do hate you because you've always resented me. Yeah. And it's funny From how the day I was born before it's funny how we've been referring to Saf as being dressed like a missionary Christian. the whole way through. Yeah. When we get this well, line funny. from Pat's, which I'd forgotten about, mm. where she says, "You may dress like a Christian, but the similarity ends there." This is what you think, Pete. You 
are always saying that Saf does it to torture Eddie to make mm. her. She 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 dresses like that because you know what we said. She acts the way she is. Saf was at home on her own. Mom. Yep. In the France episode, she was much she, more casual. Yeah, yeah. Little bit of chest showing, relaxed, and then when Eddie's around, she's like, "I'm going to button up. I'm going to look really miserable." It's like, yeah, I need to turn it on. I'm convinced of it. How long does it take you to get the crease so crisp down the front of your jeans, you torturer? Patsy's calling her out. She's seen it. Patsy's like, I don't know what you're doing. There's so much going on in this scene. They're fighting over her mum, but Patsy wants to get her own way for to, for the makeover. It's brilliant. For you. Patsy resorts to exactly the same sort of tactics that Eddie, Eddie would yeah. do. If you can't get it from just giving, first of all, what she considers to be logical answers, mm-hmm. she'll then try with the baby, you know, please, Schmaltz. can you do it? Please yeah. do it for me. Which then, after that, will usually Break come a tantrum. Break anger. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah, they're cut from the same cloth, Eddie and Patsy. At least your mother wanted you. We've moved on to Patsy not quite getting what she wants yet, and she's going down the route of sympathy. Yes. Um, And drama. She's She's delivering a performance here. She really is. Now, you know, it gets... I think it strikes a chord with Safi because she goes, I'm sorry. When Patsy says, you know, her parents are dead and Safi feels a little bit bad. Let's go down this route. Let's do it because this mm. might actually work. She's got her on the hook now because Ex- she got that. I'm sorry. She knows that she's exactly got Exactly right. So she's got, she's got her on that bit. So Patsy's about to <laughs> tell a story, which I feel like she feels like is going to win her over, but she's, what was, what are we saying? She's secretly giving it oh, away. Yeah, she, she doesn't yeah, mean she, to give it away. She looks like she's bullshitting. Like she's like, fuck, I'm just going to reel her in with the most sympathetic story I can but find. But it's the truth. It's the truth. We yeah. find out at the end of the episode that this is actually all true. So Patsy's obviously, you know, quite a damaged soul really, because mm. this, she's giving Saf this story about her tragic upbringing, but actually it's what it was. Yeah. Mm. Poor old Pats. Yeah, she's yeah. just pulling from it to get what she wants. And yeah. she's probably made up a thousand stories in her time to get up to get what she wants, but it just so happens that this one's 100% yeah. accurate. And this is the one that's going to work with Safi in this moment, so mm-hmm. she pulls it out the bag. It's having Eddie and your grandmother that made it okay, you know, gave me somewhere to go. We have a classic flashback now where we get introduced to Patsy's mother, who we will meet in some future flashbacks in some even more iconic scenes like the birth scene, which oh, is gosh. just <laughs> too much. But right now we see see Patsy's mum spinning around the room in her very hippie mm. chic outfits and you see how Patsy was just this kind of footnote to her life at the mm. time and you know her mum didn't really give two shits. Get out of my way child don't stand in my path when I'm trying to express. What age do you think that Patsy is? We never see her it's all first person but what age do you think Patsy would be here? I'm picturing like around like six, seven, eight. Okay, which is gross because at the end of it, she says that she's got her two male friends coming over yeah. and she wants to get she wants to get it away and she wants Patsy to go out. So she can has, you do without so the competition? She have the competition. Yeah. Oh, so okay. dark. Maybe she's old. No, no. I, I feel like they play it like that because she's low. The camera's low down, yeah. so I think she is supposed to be young. And I think the whole point is she's sending her out and tells her to take the keys. But just when she says she doesn't want the competition, it's so. Dark. She's like, I've got something and Andre round tonight, and (laughs) frankly, I could do without that competition. Beat it! Who are Humphrey and Andre? Well, Humphrey is the gentleman from the Morocco episode, so is it the same Humphrey? Oh God, it could be. But then, yeah, it could, mm, I don't know. Is he no, older than Patsy? Because he's, like he's Patsy's, age. He's Patsy's sure. mate. But and maybe her I mum mean, was shagging young guys. Her, yeah. <gasps> maybe, yeah, because maybe her mum has got these young lads coming round. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they'd be Patsy more interested be in Patsy. Oh, so but, would, but, 
she? She's she's like layers, like a right cougar, and she's wanted to shag these young blokes. She's invited Patsy's mates round so she can shag them. Yeah, Patsy's not going to be there. Maybe that's what it is. And then we flash forward to uh, Adina's house. Is your mother not feeding you, dear? The flashback we see at Gran's house when they were kids, uh, Patsy's round for something to eat, and Gran's sort of taking pity on her, saying, you know, is your mum not feeding you again? And this is one of those lines Gran delivers that's always stuck in my head that I will describe certain people as when she says, skinny, belinky, long legs and big <laughs> banana feet. So where I come from, that was skinny, malink, malogian legs, big banana feet. Logian what? Legs. Skinny, malink, malogian legs. Malogian? I don't know what it means, but that's just what we said when we were young. <laughs> Great gangling, what's it? Gran is straight in there with the fat shaming of Eddie, mm. calling her a roly-poly pudding. Well, nobody her, wants to make Giving her a plate of sh- uh, shaved carrots for her dinner. Well, she needs to carrots. shift that timber. Yeah. It's always been the way for poor old Ed, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. She never had a chance. Although, Eddie did say in the fat episode that Gran was always giving her sugary tea and Mr. Oh, with pudding. Yeah. She's giving her a plate of carrot yeah, shavings. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Eddie was straight down the fish and chip shop afterwards to buy a bloody <laughs> battered saveloy, wouldn't oh, she? Oh, no, don't. Cooper. Here I am in this place of old age. And- the flashback turns really quite dark mm. quite quickly when we see Patsy's mum in what is obviously the old people's home mm-hmm. in her dying days. Yeah, giving us it's a very like Shakespearean monologue. It yeah. really is. It's very mm-hmm. like, you know, Hamlet. Look at you, all grief and resentful care. The tyranny of children. She looks like she's had a stroke. Oh, she's definitely had a she's stroke. She's talking just out the side of her of her Ooh. mouth. She refers to you know, what does she she calls the nurses in the old people's home? Just gropers of old bones. Gropers of old bones. Yeah. To no laughter yeah. or no, no laugh track. This is not funny. This is sitting like, on a female eunuch so they don't get hands on it. Yeah, yeah. they can't take her her book. Yeah. Um, she says she's she's allowed only denied her intellectual liberty, allowed only two Barbara Cartlands a day. Why are they novels? They are books. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh okay. Course. Do you remember Barbara Cartland with all her yeah, makeup? Yeah, she wore yeah. her, lots of makeup till she was quite old. She's like, she's she's like, is that little Britain character that used to lie around writing? Yeah, that was yeah. definitely based on Barbara yeah. Cartland, wasn't it? Tyranny yeah, of children. children. So dark. Shakespeare, yeah. But the laugh oh. is when Patsy says, Oh, for God's sake, just die. Why don't you just die? And everyone just laughs. Well, we need to laugh after that. How 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 can we set this up? How do you bring this back up? And they've already, already, like we saw from the earlier scene, that she's a monster. So it's not... That bad. That we needed to see bad. before that she was an asshole yeah. to Patsy. In oh, order, this would have been really in order to laugh at this. Yeah, yeah. yeah Otherwise, yeah, this yeah. would have just been like her wanting her mum dead. Although, you know, it was 1992, we'd still probably have just yeah, laughed. Yeah. But that bit where it does move to Patsy and she says, Will you just die? Her hair looks wicked. Pat no. looks wicked with so her hair good. like this. Great, that kind of loose acid. Is it an acid? Purple? No, it's like, like it's like a it's like a curly asymmetric bob. Right, oh, yeah. yeah true, Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. The makeup's nice, it's very of the time. Love it. Pop a colour in the red dress yeah. or whatever she's wearing. Just, you know, she's just sitting there flicking through a magazine waiting for her mum to flatline. And God, if that was your mum, you'd want to go on, oh wouldn't you? Like, God. Jesus like, Christ, you do us a She break. visits her every day and just has to listen to that over and over again. Oh. Patsy, that's very sad. I know. 
Yeah, and you can see that Sa- Safi's fallen for it. She knows she's got Safi. Safi, for fuck's sake, she's sat there playing with her DNA strands <laughs> while Patsy tells the story. Pouring her heart out. Oh, she's like a five-year-old with Lego. <laughs> yeah. She can't help herself. She has to be a geek at all times. <laughs> the two conditions that Safi says that she will help Patsy out for are moving out into a hotel because she just can't be bothered with her. Probably because she hawks up all during the night so she can't sleep. And the second one is she just wants her mum to have a boyfriend. And yeah. I feel like that is um, Safi showing that she cares and she does just want her to be happy. Yeah, it's a little bit of true colours of Safi here because Eddie's out the picture. She's not saying or doing anything just to... Just to wind her up. Just to wind yeah. up Eddie. And she is like, let my mum have a boyfriend. You know, this is going to be good for her. Because she knows that this the relationship with Patsy and Eddie is a little bit poisonous for her mum. A bit toxic, yeah. yeah. Done. The next scene is the next morning in the kitchen and Eddie's... Eddie's come down and Safi seems a bit surprised to see her because, you know, they're going to do the the TV makeover. And Eddie says that she is coming along and Safi asks her why she's not with Jean-Pierre. And the way Eddie says, oh, he's shooting his video today, makes me think, and this has only just come to me, I didn't pick up on it before, that... Eddie probably had no intention of coming, but I bet you there's been a uh, a conversation between her and Pats, and Pats has convinced her to come and stand up Jean-Pierre. Because she just doesn't look completely convinced that Jean-Pierre is busy doing that video shoot today. No. No, she, it's kind of her excuse to justify it to Saf why she's not with Jean-Pierre after she's mm-hmm. bigged up that, you know, she's yeah. all about Jean-Pierre at the moment. But really, she's just given it to Patsy again, and Patsy's just Patsy's demanded that she comes along. She probably can't bear to be with Gran and Saf for the whole morning during the makeover. As much as Patsy, when we saw her at the end of the meeting with the magazine girls, um, made it sound like she was super up for being on mm. TV, Pats needs her wingman there, and her yeah. only wingman really is Eddie. Yep. Did Pats just have yeah, a sniff of some poppers? Jesus. It definitely looks like it. Poppers or like some sort of smelling, smelling salts, salts to get her up. Let's say poppers. Let's yeah, say poppers. And there's some pills there, some subscription drugs, the so brandy. Prescription. Prescription, sorry. <laughs> I've got my monthly subscription. So, so, subscription <laughs> well, They probably are a subscription. I mean, it's like her. a subscription. You've it comes private, out every week. Mm-hmm. Private doctor. They probably are. That bitch daughter of yours, she just won't wear the dress I want her to. We've seen so much in this episode of Pat's trying to twist Safi's arm to get her to come and do this makeover. In the last episode in Isotank, we saw Eddie trying to convince Saf to let her go to her talk about DNA. Mm-hmm. And Eddie spills the beans to Patsy here on all you've got to do to get Saf to do what you want. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's very simple. She's got to say please. Well, I don't know why. Just sometimes it works with Safi, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it is nice. as easy as that sometimes with people. Just, Just ask nicely. And say please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Graham with a classic dig when she looks Patsy and Eddie up and down and she's like... It seems strange that the makeover should be on us. But also, from Gran's point of view, Eddie and Patsy always look a mess yeah, true. dressed in their fashion, mm. you know. They're not smart. Yeah, well, Gran looks quite cool right now. I like her jacket. Yeah. And later on we'll be talking to the sports personality of the year. Contradiction in terms. We're now on set with TVAM, Dawn French. The beautiful, gorgeous... Oh my god, she's so iconic, sassy, legendary, legend, Dawn French. And we have the the classic. I mean, I don't know how many shows this is this sort of joke's been on where someone who really, you know, they're well up for it, they're gonna be the best, and then the moment they get in the spotlight, they completely freeze. She can't do it. And she just can't. She's seen the camera and she is literally like a rabbit in the headlights. Patsy, hello. Good, cheers, thanks a lot. Happens to me all the time in choir. 
when I'm at home rehearsing, oh. I'm like living my best life That's performing. It. And then you get up there and I'm like, just fucking remember the words oh. and get through it. I hope it doesn't happen to you next week when I'm at your performance. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Your 10-year anniversary choir recital. Mm. Excited. Perhaps now we could bring in our makeover spotters, see what they look like now. When we see what Saf comes in wearing, she is banging. Her body. But this outfit yeah. does... Her jeans and her shirt does nothing for her. No. Good Lord. Look at her hair. So Safi's in. Look, you. Like I say, bang and bod. Makeup done. Her, I mean, her hair looks ridiculous. Gran is loving being on TV on her favourite little TV She's show. living her best life in her uh, Wimbledon colours. She got, like, it's like <laughs> peacock out. kind of colours, isn't it? Like yeah. kind of greens and purples. And like and... ostrich feathers. Yeah. yeah. Not a fan of the hair or the headband. Flapper. Flapper. Mm -hmm. Well, Patsy doesn't necessarily know what she's doing, does she? Patsy's (laughs) shitting herself right there. Patsy wishes she was anywhere else. Yeah. Patsy with a pearl of wisdom there. Can I just say something? Yes. You can never have enough hats, gloves and shoes. I think this is why she totally froze, because she was panicking, because... She was probably, well, I mean, she probably wasn't, but she may have been fine up until that point. And then it was Eddie that says... It's a little catchphrase or something to sum up this, really. One thing better. A little catchphrase, sum up with something. You need to have a catchphrase at the end. And she's like, fuck, I don't have it, I don't have it. And then she just fell to pieces. Some catchphrase. (laughs) Valuable advice there from our top professional fashion expert. In this closing scene, when they're back in the kitchen and Eddie's trying to congratulate Pat and saying, oh, you did really well on TV. And Saf's like... the approval. Yeah. Because she knows she was a bag of, bag of shit. And Saf's gives her the tea. calls her out for it. Saf's mm. saying she sucked. She's, no, she stunk. Oh, she stunk. <laughs> she stunk. <laughs> she stunk. She stunk. She asks, Saf asks her mum if she's going to be seeing Jean-Pierre. She says there was a message left for him on the answer machine. And Eddie's like, no, you know, I've spoken to Patsy That's about it. We've decided I'm not going to see him. Patsy went back on her promise that she made to Safi that she would... Patsy's promise don't mean Jack. Mm. Patsy's promise means nothing. Never trust what Patsy tells you. Never turn your back on her. And that's exactly (laughs) what she's done. Saf fell for it. Have you no honour? She lost that at 14, dear. In that little post... Well, there's two things. In that little post-credit scene, and I didn't actually pick up on this the first two times I watched this episode... When uh, Eddie asked Patsy what she's doing tonight, she said she has to, she's seeing the publisher again, you know, just to make sure. So yeah. this, I fucked up on TV. I need to give him some loving so I can keep my job. Yeah. So I get that. But then when she says... <laughs> Darling, even Amanda Decadene would remember the word accessories. What? What's that mean? Wasn't Amanda Decadene like one of those it girls in the well, early 90s? she was in 90s. the previous episode. She was in... Um, what, reference? When Bubba Bub- went... Amanda Academy. She's just like some party girl, you know, the Tamara Beckwiths and Tara Palmer Tompkinsons of the early 90s, you know, falling out of clubs, pictured in bars. I'm sure that's who she she was. was. Amanda Decadene. But what's the thing about accessories? Because she says you can never have enough hats, gloves and shoes. She's and what like, is the catchphrase? No, but she's saying, Patsy said you can never have enough hats, gloves and shoes. And Eddie's like, you could have at least just said, called them accessories. Yeah. Oh, you can never okay. have enough accessories. Sweetie, you were marvellous. And that's it. So that's it. We're uh, at the end of episode five. And what do we take from this, boys? What's our, what's the moral? Here's something you can take from this from this episode. If someone wants you to do something for them and you really don't want to do it and it's quid pro quo, you're only doing it because of what they're going to give you, get something up front. Mm. Don't do it on a promise of, well, if you do this, then I'll do it for mm-hmm. you because they may very well not do it. And yeah. then you'll be like, Saf. Listen, sucker, you went on television. I'm not going anywhere. You'd have given them everything. And Safi, I think Safi knew deep down that that was going to happen. And it's like, what is, oh, I feel like I'm going to mess this up. But there's that, oh, what's her name? 
I've forgotten the name, but it was with me. Black American poet. She's dead now. Maya Angelou. Mama Maya Cass. Angelou. It's like, oh, it's some... Mama Cass. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. It's like that, I'm, I'm probably going to mess this up, but it's like that um, Maya Angelou quote. Is if when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And it's like Safi knew. She's been shown a hundred times what Pats is like. And yet she thought maybe this is the time that Pats is going to stick to your word. Yeah. And she didn't. Yeah. My moral from this episode is get something up front. Yeah, I think that's a good one. My one's say please. Please. Yeah, will you wear the dress? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's also good. That's a good one. Saying please goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Say please, but get a little something up front. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. There you go. I'll take that away. Quick wrap up on the champagne. We polished that off. It was all right. It wasn't the best. Didn't mind it. It's good for you too. Yeah, yeah, great. Fantastic. Drank it. Drank it. It's lovely. Next week is our season finale. Can you believe it? Birthday. Oh, celebrating. Fantastic. We've got both of your birthdays. My birthday's just been, and we're going to be celebrating at Adina's birthday. We'll have a nice special bottle of something lush for us. So please, as usual, you can get in touch with us on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Wheels on Fire Pod. And if you want to send us something a bit more long form, please drop us an email, wheelsonfirepodcast at gmail.com. So I'll see you boys again in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Cheers, sweeties. Thanks, darling. Cheers. Thanks a lot. The magazine, darling. Is that still there?